Uh, welcome to the RPG Academy's Twitch channel. I am Michael, co-host of the RPG Academy podcast, and today we are here to do a trial of the currently kickstarting RPG Dream Chaser. And I have gathered a couple players with me today. To my bottom on my screen, I, I think it's above me on the other one, is Kevin, Sharn DM on Twitter. Kevin, say hi to everybody. Hey, everybody. Thank you for joining us. And to my top, but on my side, my right, my favorite co-host and yours, the Caleb G. Caleb, how are you doing today, sir? Uh, I'm just going to say I'm good because I'm really not. But for the sake of professionalism, <laughs> I'm good. Perfect. And as we like to do on these trials, we like to bring in an expert in the system to give us the best possible <laughs> version of the game. And in this case, we are very much happy to say that we have the creator of the game. Peter, welcome to the show. Hi, thank you for having me. Happy to have you, brother. <laughs> so I'm sorry for everybody who got late or that we got started late. Thank you so much for putting up with us. Uh, anyone watching in the future on YouTube, this was seamless. We started on time. It was beautiful. All right. So with that, Pete, it's your show, man. Take it away. Okay. So welcome to Dream Chaser. This is a game where the players imagine a goal for their game, their dream, and we play out that game. It's just as, just as easy as that. These players um, all are going to be walked through making a character. They're going to map out a structure for their game, and then we're going to play it immediately. So you're going to get to see how the game works, and you're also going to get to experience what it's like to imagine your game and then play it. So let's get started. Excellent. Hi to you guys on the Twitch channel. Uh, apologies, as was mentioned. Uh, I'm so glad you're still with us. <laughs> the the gang that we have here, uh, so Michael, Caleb, and Kevin. All right, so each of you, if you can, um, I need you to grab a proverbial note card or a piece of paper or something in front of you. Oh, you mean one of these? Yeah, perfect. <laughs> and I want you to imagine a goal for your game. Uh, a goal for a role-playing game, uh, something you'd like to experience in a role-playing game, something short and sweet. So is this meta, like, as the player I want to experience, or I want my character to experience? Hopefully both, right? <laughs> okay. Hopefully we deliver an immersive experience where you, the player, get to feel what that's like for a moment. It's a little harder than I thought it would be. Try to do that. Yeah, if you come up, come up <laughs> with at least one. But if you come up with more, just put them on different cards. How you know? silly do we want this to go? I'm just going to ask that right now before <laughs> we even get into these shenanigans. I almost feel like you should lead, Caleb, just to kind of get the tone of set where the, you're going. Set the tone. <laughs> I should have known better than to pose the question because I guess I volunteered myself. <laughs> yes. Yes, you did. I even listened to the Fear the Boot podcast and started coming up with themes, and now I'm forgetting all of them. <laughs> Okay, so something I want to experience. And don't think perfect. Don't try to figure out how it happens or why it happens. Just be like, climb Mount Everest. Slay a dragon. I'm good to go over here. I, I, I think I have the winner. I'm just going to say that right now. Where I would always start is think about, you know, the last game that you played and you had a goal in mind that you never got to experience. Like, what have you been robbed of in your role-playing games? Like, we wanted to be the bad guys, and we wanted to, you know, rob a bank. Or, you know, we wanted to actually go, uh, you know, inspire the children, but instead we were taken <laughs> on a quest because we were being paid by the lord of the land, you know. All right, I have one. All right. Kevin, how you doing? I'm good, I'm good. All right. 
So, Caleb, hey, you were the excited one. Let's hear what you have first. Now, if you have more than one, just give me your first one. I will give you the only one because it is the <laughs> right one. Make the perfect sandwich. <laughs> you, did you steal that one? No, that's just my personal obsession in real all right, life. All right. I'm just going from reality here. Write what you know. I think that's that's advice I've heard somewhere. I, I can say that having played with Caleb now for almost four years, sandwiches come up a lot in our APs. <laughs> hey, you finally figured out my gimmick. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And then, Kevin, what do you have? Hmm. I was actually thinking along the lines of a cooking <laughs> goal. <laughs> so. <laughs> Everyone on Twitch, prepare for our cooking RPG. <laughs> or, or or help us. Help us by giving us some suggestions. Ooh, that'd be if, interesting. If needed, I will put my glasses on the back of my head to channel a certain oh. Food Network star if we, have to, if we have to get into character. Call Quinn. Just make the town peaceful. Okay. Mike, what do you got? Michael, I'm sorry. It's a, a, a meaningful death. Yes. Meaningful death. I'm just jotting these down so that hopefully I repeat them uh, correctly. Okay. Caleb, which one would you like to play the most? Well, I'm clearly biased. However, <laughs> uh, I, I will defend my, my bias towards my own choice because I believe that the quest of creating the perfect sandwich can successfully accomplish the other two dreams as well. <laughs> In defense of myself. To 90% of how these games end up playing out. But. <laughs> Especially finding a meaningful death. I'm sure that making the perfect sandwich. <laughs> yeah, I love the context, right? In the story of making the perfect sandwich, there will be a meaningful death and we will make the town peaceful again. <laughs> 100% possible. Yeah, I mean, once you've made the perfect sandwich, there is nothing left. So then you die fulfilled, which is a meaningful death. Wow. Okay. It sounds like we're kind of on board with this. Does this sound good? Oh, I'm voting for, for perfect me. sandwich. Okay. All right. Great. Okay. So in the story of making the perfect sandwich, which is our dream, who do you want to be? What's your role? So each of you think of like in two words, maybe three words, who you would be in that story. Uh, well, I'm going to take Caleb's thunder here. I'm the critic. I'm the person that decides ooh, ooh, if it's the yeah. perfect sandwich. <laughs> now, what kind of critic? So critic's just one word. We want to make sure that that's – you got a little character. Uh, a sandwich critic, of course. <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I mean, I think I thought that was that explanation. Uh, beyond that, um, are you, are about, you like how about the... persnickety? There you go. Perfect. The word doesn't get used enough as person. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm going to need you to define that for me. Personally. I can't right. even spell that. <laughs> so I'm thinking that I would be the disgraced chef, the one who, Ooh. in seeking an empire, allowed just too much into the town, fast food joints, or the equivalent of, depending upon our actual setting. The place is in chaos now. The critic hates me. I ruined <laughs> exquisite dining in this town. It's in okay. chaos. Caleb, what are you thinking? Uh, I don't know if this exists or not, but since this is our dream, I, I think I can argue that it will. Mm -hmm. I, I believe that I need to be the sandwich wizard. <laughs> awesome. 
and I am the young apprentice oh questing after the pure, unadulterated magic possessed within the perfect sandwich. And through that art, I am honing my arcane skills. Okay, so on Twitch, you've seen what we can do with this game, and you've also seen how each one of these people have begun to blow their minds as they just kind of begin brainstorming along this train of thought that we've created together. So we have roles. Um, does anybody want to change the role now hearing everyone else's? Well, obviously, this magic he speaks of, I used to wield it, but no longer. And he probably he may think <laughs> I'm some great sage from times past, but, you know, I just, I went with the mundane. Yeah. Turned a quick profit. I'm no wizard any longer. You wanted to go for the art, but then, you know, you were betrayed by... Commercialism. Commercial, exactly. exactly. You're like Rocky and Rocky Three. You you lost <laughs> the eye of the tiger. We need to get that back. <laughs> okay, each of you, the next thing we need to do is, now that we have roles and we have a dream, each of you gets to put an experience into our dream. So in our story, just like the dream, in a short sentence or three to five words, you want to come up with an experience you want to get with that role in this story. So our story is to make the perfect sandwich. In that story, uh, we had mentioned there could be a meaningful death. There could be uh, someone who wants to make the town peaceful. Um, you could use these if you want to. Or you could come up with a new one. But you each get one. It's like now that we know what the story's about, we're going to make sure that you get the one experience that you really want to get out of that story. Well, again, I kind of think for my character, he knows he's going to die. And this is his last meal. And he wants it to be the perfect meal that he goes out on. So basically I want my last meal, quote unquote, I want it to be perfect so that I get my meaningful death. Okay. Now the meaningful death will happen along the way because the, the perfect sandwich will be at the end. Well, yeah, of course. Yeah. Well, I could be a ghost. <laughs> Cause I will come back for the perfect sandwich. I'm picturing like a, like a end of return of the Jedi scene. Just a contented <laughs> Michael standing I'm a there. force ghost. Instead of a lightsaber, I have a ham sandwich. Weeping over this perfect sandwich. You know, there is precedent <laughs> for ghosts that do consume food if we look back to Casper and his three uncles. Fair enough. <laughs> were they uncles? I don't remember. I think they were. Yes, they were. <laughs> I just want to get the magic back. My guy will never admit it. But he wants the magic back. All right. Someone's coming for us. <laughs> and Caleb, what, what do you want to get out of our story? What's, what milestone do you want to put into it? I need to find fame through my skill. Okay. So after we have all those three, the three of you are going to line them up in a sequence that will happen, getting us to the perfect sandwich. So we had a meaningful death. We had getting the magic back, and we had uh, – Caleb, can you say that one more time? Finding fame through my skill. Finding fame through skill. Which one happens first? Whew. I mm. guess uh, just by virtue of them, it would have to be getting the magic back. Kind of be the onset of, wow, we can really do this. We can maybe go out and get what we need for the perfect sandwich. And if we bring the magic back – 
potentially then using my skills with you to use that magic properly that can create and draw attention and fame but maybe that fame actually brings about some negative consequences which leads to the death michael you have anything to say sorry i was stopping in the chat that's okay i go with caleb so whatever he said, yes. <laughs> First time that has ever happened in the history of the RPG Academy. Okay, so which one happens first? I think the magic back. Okay. Yep, I think that makes agree. sense. Bacon, get yep. the magic back. All right. And? And then next would be mine finding fame through skill. Yeah, finding fame through skill. And then that will lead to the uh, the meaningful death. Meaningful death. All right. We have successfully dream mapped. <laughs> You've just given the game master the goal of the game you want to play, a framework for the game. Uh, if this was a longer game and not a one-shot, this could be three sessions or four sessions. As we Each one, you gave me your plot hook or your interest for your adventure. And now you're going to create characters molded around this framework. And all of it's done in collaboration, so that's pretty cool. Eliminating some of the problems that we have in a lot of role-playing games. Um, so you, the three of you should have character sheets. Uh, I don't know if you got them in front of you or if you're going to, how you're going to do that, but go and pull those bad boys out. And we now at the top, we're going to start at step one right there in the middle. Our dream. Our dream is to make the perfect sandwich. Go and write that in. Then when you're done with that, my role is at the bottom of our dream. Go and put what you told me. We got the persnickety critic, the sandwich wizard, and the disgraced chef. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. When you're done with that, you can go to the right, and there's the My Milestones. You're just going to put the one that is yours. So I was taking my notes. It helps me. Um, so the first one, we had getting the magic back, and that was Kevin's, right? Correct. So Caleb, on your sheet, you would have finding fame through skill. And then, Michael, you put you know a meaningful death. Okay. That brings us right up to step four. Okay. Step four is... The first thing I want you to think about your character is three tags. Tags are when you play to your tags, you're playing to who your character is, who your character is, just like it was in a movie. So each tag is a description of your character, whether it's uh, your appearance, your personality, your attitude. So come up with three things for your character, whether they're fast, they're clever, they're uh, conniving, they're uh, true blue, ruthless. Should these be phrases, sentences? A word or three. Okay. If you got a like goody two shoes would be acceptable because we know what it means. And if you struggle with what you would call something, just kick it to the other players. As long as we all know what we're talking about, that's all that matters. Um, if anybody, again, on Twitch, part of the reason why we're doing this is to be interactive. If you have suggestions, throw them out. Uh, I will abide by any with the ability that I can veto at least one of them. <laughs> oh, absolutely. I will always veto anything uh, Jamaican that comes towards Let's Michael. Let's bring, bring back our BLT. Wait, no, no, no jerk chicken? Like, that's Jamaican? That's acceptable, as long as there is no accent involved with its presentation. <laughs> I have been missing out in this chat room. What is this? Oh, we're done. I quit. Flip the table. I'm out. <laughs> yeah, I'm uh, I'm kind of drawing a blank here. So if anyone wants to throw me any ideas, I will willingly accept them. 
cookery book author or heir to Julia Child, the food sorceress. <laughs> That's fantastic. Oh, that could be. Oh, I think that should be yours, Kevin. A hungry well, ghost who can never eat like... the perfect sandwich. That's a horrible movie. <laughs> In a good way. I mean, I'd watch it. I'm just saying it's kind of a horrible yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah. Um, only the perfect sandwich can restore life. That's great. It's the panacea. <laughs> I love this cron body. As long as it's a bacon sandwich. <laughs> yeah, obviously. Obviously. <laughs> I thought that just went with the accepted uh, terminology of perfect. <laughs> okay, how are we doing on tags? I've got two. I was waiting okay. to see if uh, Twitch wanted to give me a third. Now, the cool thing is Twitch is going to give you more later. Yeah, it'll, it'll, it, there is a delay, so it's probably behind. But again, I have two. By the time we get to that, we can... Uh... Sure, if you want to, we can move on. Yeah, when it pops up, it pops up. And if you have two, that's okay. We can always throw a third one on if we don't get a good one. So. Okay. Um, how, how'd you do, Caleb? You got three things? Um, this is always what I'm bad at at improv here. Sure. Uh, I've got hot-headed upstart. Nice. Uh, I wanted to I wanted to say something about maybe he doesn't quite understand all of the skill he has. So he's he's got some magic potential, but doesn't quite get it all. So I'm trying to think of a good way to summarize that. You could put like... Mm. Untapped potential? Yeah, that sounds good. I mean, for me, like, uh, the fact that I'm a disgraced chef, I mean, that could also be just a tag. Like, I'm disgraced. It could have been, yeah. Yeah, exactly. You could have disgraced, because, yeah, your role doesn't actually have any mechanical value. So, disgraced would probably be a good one if that matters to you. Right. Um, hidden wisdom. That's uh, good, yeah. I, I'm wise. You, did, you had potential. But I don't believe in myself. See, I need a third tag. I wish I could see the chat for, let's see. <laughs> for fear of vegetables? Fear that's of what's vegetables. Up there. <laughs> oh, I, hold on. I need to claim that one because that's real life. <laughs> I, I'm cl- claiming it, guys. Thanks. <laughs> Sounds like the Avatar, but with sandwiches. <laughs> <laughs> oh, let's see. One more. H- how about... Uh... How about you've got a killer pompadour? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Hey, that works for me. Killer pompadour. <laughs> okay. So after that, you go to belief and wealth, which is to the right of tags. And it just, like it says in step five there, belief starts at four, wealth is at three. Just write those in. Then we move on to health. I took Brad's, so I, uh, I'm easily flustered as one of mine. Oh, good. Okay, moving to health. You have a mind, a body, and a spirit. You have 15 points to spread amongst those three stats. They're all on a 1 to 10 scale. 4 would be the average human being. 10 would be like God. Now, whatever strategy you go about accomplishing things at is going to determine where you want your health to have the most points in it. So if you're a character that's going to mostly be trying to get his way through physical means, you want a reasonably high body. If you're a person that's going to be trying to manipulate other people, convince them of things, persuade them, that's spirit. Or, you know, if you're instilling fear or raising morale. Um, in mind, is anything mental? If you're trying to outsmart things, um, one-up people, you know, research your way to greatness. And you're just going to assign these numbers in the left column. All right. I'm good with that. Done. 
and everyone has to have at least a one in each one of them. Okay. Well, I mean, if I'm a ghost, I could have zero body. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> I'm not dead yet. <laughs> okay, and Kevin, you got that? I do. All right, soul skills. So one of the interesting things in this game is that every role is meant to be the visualization of what your character is thinking about doing. So every time you go to do something, you propose, I intend to do such and such, and that's either your character imagining how to do it or reasoning how to do it. So you have 10 points to split between these two, just like before. Think of them like this. Reasoned is anytime you do something just like it would normally be defined, the trained response, the way you've done it a hundred times. If this was stealth, it'd be like walking, you know, walking in alleys in, or walking in the dark, you know. If it's cooking, it'd be cooking with a recipe. Now, imagine as anytime you're using a skill in sort of a creative way or in a stretch. Like if I'm using my engineering skill to cook food, that's a stretch just because I know how to put pieces together doesn't mean that I know how to cook food. Um, imagine also covers things like uh, when something happens abruptly, when you don't have time to prepare or time to plan or time to do the premeditated response. So untrained. Okay. Caleb? I'm good. All right. Kevin? I'm good. All right. So we move on to skills and abilities. Last couple things here. So skills and abilities, you'll look at that little chart and you'll see that the labels are legend, the best, expert, skilled, beginner all different ratings at how good you could be at something. Now, when you start, you can't have anything at legend, but you can have things at up to the best. On the far side of your character sheet chart there, it has a number listed for each of them, telling you how good you would be if you were the best. If you were the best, you have a seven. If you were an expert, you have a six. And this is the number you would roll under to succeed the best. So you are going to imagine three skills or abilities that your character has. For example, we know that the critic needs some way to be critical of food. It could, <laughs> yes. it could be, you know, like food knowledge, culinary skills. Uh, but of course, it could also be, you know, like being a dick. <laughs> you know, like it could be, you know, like how are you good at what you do? I'm a natural. At that. Yeah, I'm a Let's natural. Play the reality. <laughs> this seems to be happening a lot tonight. <laughs> now, uh, the one thing to consider is this is also your opportunity that, like, if you do have magic, that you could put that into this world by having magic as one of your skills or abilities. So it's always important that after the three of you make up your stuff, we're going to go around and make sure that everyone heard everything everyone has to make sure you have a chance to modify so that one of you is in an underpowered, underpowered whelp and another person is like Superman, unless you want to be. You know, and the basics to cover are things like if you want some way to fight people, you know, consider that. If you want some way to talk to people, consider that. Um, most of the time, defensive stuff is unnecessary because it's so reactive. Most of the time, you're going to be proactive. Um, if you want any kind of sneaking or knowledge, you know, sometimes people, I don't know, one of you might be the business mastermind that brings back the, the food skills. I'm not sure in what you do. Oh, I'm a business mastermind, but that's not the kind <laughs> of that's not the kind of food we want in our world. It's just what we have. Ice cream assassin. <laughs> yeah, thank you, Spangle Maker. Hopefully that is one of the goals, is that, you know, this isn't the the dry, typical, boring character creation that you feel like, oh my god, I have to read and research. These guys don't need any books. 
so that would be the same for your kids. That would be same for your, your friends who don't play these games. That would be the same for, you know, your spouse or your significant others that, uh, you know, maybe are deterred by, here, read these books. This one, it's just fueled by your imagination. <laughs> and Caleb, yours, it's probably important to consider, too, since you have that milestone of finding fame through skill, you probably need to figure out what skill that is. <laughs> He's a sandwich artist. Yeah. Oh, Subway. That's a good one. Sandwich artist. You mean Schmubway. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah. Subway. So for these skills, um, could all three of them like be at the best rating or does it, do they have to be at something different? You only have two slots, if that makes sense. So you have two slots at the best, two at expert, two at skilled, two at beginner. So yeah, you could have two things at the best and okay. one at any other one you wanted. The only downside is when we hit that first milestone you get rewarded with ways to upgrade your character. So if, if you occupy both of the best slots now, and you know after we've played a little bit, you go, oh man, I really would have wanted to be the best at something else. You might have kind of locked it up for you, but I wouldn't worry about that too much. I'm just saying, you know. Someone said we should our name should be Sand a Witch. I think, I should, <laughs> I think it should be Stan. I'm Stan Witch. What would be the, the word... Like, like if you're a wine taster and you can taste wine and then you'd be like, oh, Somalia. this was made in, well, not, but like when the person that can like go, this was made in 1974, yeah. the person who crushed the grapes had dysentery or, you know, they, they have like all this weird knowledge they can pull out from the flavors. I want to be able to do that with food and like, oh, these grapes were, were from Arizona or, you know, this lettuce was shipped in from You could just California. put like taste or tasting. All right. We I'm know what you mean. I'm a taste wizard. <laughs> is there a general word for culinary knife skills <laughs> i know i know there's the different types of cuts like a julienne cut or whatever cutlery on that sheet under each sort of area you put stuff in there's a little bold and it says like step in this case step eight imagine three skills slash abilities gotcha so there's a little cues on each one of them to help you out I think I'm good. Okay. Yeah, Ginsu Master. That would be what it is. Ooh. Caleb, how'd you do? The, the hive mind has spoken. I'm changing it. <laughs> I think it's spelled wrong. Uh, yes, I eh, I kind of have my three. I'm trying to think of the phrasing on the third one. Sure. Um, Kevin, how you doing? I'm doing pretty good over here. I got my three. I am good to go. Okay, Caleb, why don't you tell us what your three are? All right, so for the best, I have given myself sandwich omancy. <laughs> for my magical skills that are focused around creating sandwiches. <laughs> and then I have two skills under expert. I have Ginsu Master and Ingredient Improv. <laughs> I don't know what that means or how it will be used. But it felt right. Okay, say them one more time. I just got to make sure that we they're not too similar. All right, so we have Sandwich Omancy. We have Ginsu Master. And Ingredient Improv. <laughs> no, that sounds good. That sounds like it'd be fine. Okay, and Michael, did you have yours? Yes. All right, so I am the best at being a taste wizard. Which, again, basically means I can decipher, like, I would know what the 11 herbs and spices were like that. Uh, you know, anything. Chicken grease salt. <laughs> <laughs> pretty, 
pretty much. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, I can break down the ingredients uh, to an arcane ability. <laughs> I am an expert. I put down Knife Ninja. Because see, before I became a critic, I wanted to be a chef. But there was a an accident in the kitchen. And it kind of affected my <laughs> ability and my confidence. But I still have those skills if I need them. And then lastly, uh, I am skilled as a verbal judo. Because I have, often have to talk my way around and through people to uh, to do my job properly. And Kevin, how, what do you have? All right. So for my first skill, I have food source switchy, <laughs> which I have it at the beginner level because I'm imagining an older man like with shaky hands still trying to do it because it's just been brought back down so much. A restaurantarian is at the best, and that's like the business of running restaurants. I mean, the face that people see on the street is this guy who's got it together. He's running all the restaurants in town. Um, <laughs> and then Frying Pan Slamma. I am an expert <laughs> at that. Uh, any sort of combat skill in the kitchen, my skills have been honed. Uh, whether I'm cooking in a competition or straight up slapping someone in the face with a frying pan. Okay. We have skills, guys. Anybody need to change anything? You sound, you all sound pretty like you, you kind of, you almost made them together. <laughs> you each got some kind of like culinary weapon skill and like some way to deal with ingredients and some sort of magic uh, cooking skill. Uh, relationships. So with relationships, come up with one to three uh, relationships You'll see the labels on this are true love, intimate, close, casual, contact. Those are only important in the way that that tells me how close you are with that person. So I have an idea of how much they would do for you without, you know, begging or, you know, whatever you would right. do. Um, and think intimate like, you know, Alfred for, you know, uh, Batman. You know, like it doesn't necessarily mean that you're intimate with the person. But, you know, you have an intimate relationship, like maybe a parent with their kids or, you know, um, best friends might have that. Should we have names here, uh, professions, facts? What, what do we want to put in here? Preferably names, but if you come up with professions, that's acceptable. Um, the idea is that you just want to come up with, you know, generally who, who they are and then a tag for what their value is. These tags you can pull from just like the tags you have for your characters. And we said people because people are the most useful. But they can be places or things. They're just, you know, you ask your dog to do something, he doesn't understand you as well. Maybe. You ask your blanket to do something, it really doesn't do what you asked it to do. So. <laughs> Keep me warm, it'll listen. Um... This is your way as a player, though, to sort of give me things that you do want in your story. Things that are important to you. I have a, I have a true love relationship, but if anyone on Twitch has any ideas for my other ones, I will take them. All right. I am good. Okay. Uh, still working over here. If you guys start, I will catch up. Sounds like a good plan. Michael, you want to get us started? Uh, yes. I have an intimate relationship with Patricia, who is my sister, and she's the editor of the paper who gave me my first job as a critic. I have a close relationship with Hector, who's my doctor, who recently told me I'm going to die soon. <laughs> <laughs> and i have a casual relationship with gosh spaghetti uh, who is uh, a local chef at the italian joint who i think might go somewhere given time 
<laughs> so he's yeah, so he's like talented. Okay, I get you. Yeah, <laughs> going places. Yep. Gosh, spaghetti's great. Gosh, spaghetti. It's spaghetti. <laughs> okay, and Kevin, what you got? Uh, I've only got one so far. That's okay. Uh, my true love is saucy. <laughs> it's actually my wife who long ago was transformed into a frying pan. Whoa. <laughs> she... <laughs> she is sentient, though, and she can talk. So I take her <laughs> with she me just scream, Oh, my God, it's hot, it's hot, it's hot, it's hot. All what, the what is her value to you? Which is her tag? Uh, true love. Oh, wait. yeah. Think of think of what how is she useful to you as a character? Like she could be your support, but she could also be you know like in, she's your frying pan. She could Look, be uh, non-stick harmful. surface. I mean, that's very <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, obviously, this is a family show, Michael. I cook all my meals <laughs> with her. Um, she. Uh, I mean, she. She's my true love. She. She's always there for me. I bring her with me everywhere I go. Sure. How does she feel about spatula? You've been spending a lot of time <laughs> You mean spat chula, uh. the next door neighbor? <laughs> so somebody threw out the possibility of an intimate relationship with a rival chef. Yeah. That might, that might be good for Caleb. Um, also, a, a patron seeking to support a chef. So they went to Patreon and supported your <laughs> Patreon campaign for your making sandwiches. <laughs> oh, oh, all right. We're just we're just gonna go all the way. And for for those of you that are done, you can move on to the last thing, which is your belongings. Come up with like one to three things that are important to you. Think like more cinematically. Um, you know, maybe it's your iconic lighter. In your case, for you guys, is probably gonna be cooking stuff. Your the recipe you never leave home without, or you know, like. Think of the stuff that, uh, you know, is like, is, you're going to, we assume you have everything that you generally need. But if you want to, you know, if you go to prison and you want to say, well, I always have a spatula on me, yeah, then you should probably put my trusty spatula. But just don't tell the frying pan. Yeah, just don't tell. And Kevin, if you come up with one or two relationships, that's fine too. You don't have to, especially in a short game. That's fair. I was thinking of one more relationship, a casual relationship. Uh, it's a guy named Shortstack. Yes. <laughs> he, he's just a guy who runs the day-to-day -day operations of my many businesses for me. <laughs> okay. And Caleb, what did you have? All right. So I have three relationships. Uh, I have a close relationship with Lacey, who is a researcher. Researcher? Okay. I have... Right, right to the Twitch guys. I have an intimate relationship with my rival chef. His name is Gary. <laughs> and my true love is Hollis, who is the baker who I work with closely to find the perfect bread for my perfect sandwich. Wow. <laughs> I don't know why I was really amazed, but <laughs> you said that. I'm like, wow. <laughs> The perfect wow. bread. <laughs> I mean, you can't have a perfect sandwich without perfect bread. The perfect bread. And bacon. One could argue that it is the most important part of a perfect sandwich. Unless it's a bacon sandwich and you just got bacon on both sides and then there's some bacon in the middle. That's just madness. Oh, huh. consider me mad, sir. I do. Yes. Yeah, and again, like this, I put three, but, you know, one to three, 
give you something to play with. Oh, Kevin, I think maybe you should have a a sentient hat. Maybe it has the spirit of your master in it. Oh, that that's true. It's in storage at the moment. I haven't <laughs> spoken with him in years. <laughs> Was that is that like a Ratatouille situation? <laughs> you mean Schmatashmuey? <laughs> yeah, sorry, yeah. Rata three. I like the sentient chef hat it's better than like I have a really cool pompadour so like I have a sentient chef's hat and it works but you don't wear it you just you just carry it because you don't want to mess up your pompadour (laughs) but I do I do like the fact that there's a theme now you have multiple sentient inanimate objects so clearly something's happening around you yeah 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 (laughs) I can I'll make that an intimate and it's a sentient Chef hat, he's my old master. And it's an intimate relationship. I just want to mention, I think you guys just made, like, my next role-playing game. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be the academy called the Culinarium, full of culinary wizards. And, you know, this is you guys just created, like, a whole setting. Chefs and kitchens? Yeah, she- wizard chefs. Kitchens and cutlery? <laughs> there you go, yes, yes. All right. How are we doing on belongings? I'm good. All right. What do we got? Michael, you want to start? Uh, yes. I have a, a very specific set of eating utensils. So whenever <laughs> I go to the restaurant, so I have like, it's like a napkin, uh, you know, forks, silverware, spoons, the whole, whole nine yards. Um, I have a sword cane because <laughs> why the, like not. <laughs> uh, and then I also have a vial of, of absolutely pure water that I use in between each serving to clean, cleanse the palate. Nice. Does that vial refill? I have to get it refilled. I mean, and so, so I always have at least one on me. <laughs> so, so you're just carrying around a plastic water bottle is what you're saying. Shut up! <laughs> it's a palate cleanser. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's not a Dasani bottle with just the label ripped off. It is not that. Is it maybe the bottle of water you're saving to cleanse your palate between bites of the perfect sandwich. Except I wouldn't want to do that. I would want to. I would want that to linger. That yeah, that's got to stick in your teeth for a little bit. Yeah. Okay, and Caleb, what do you got? All right, so I have a chef's coat of many pockets, nice. which may or may not be a portal to a, an infinite dimension of getting things I need, and I have a magic knife wand both a knife and a wand uh with which i create my samachomancy and also use for cutting as necessary okay kevin what you got i have a mansion of many kitchens (laughs) (laughs) uh obviously i have my sentient items uh both of them and I have uh, an ever sharp knife. It's a it's a chef's knife, not any other, not like a bread knife or anything like that. No, chef's knife specifically. Does that mean you just stab chefs with it? No, like a bread no, knife for chef's cutting bread. A chef's a, knife for it's an actual type of knife. Oh, okay, okay, okay. We need names. Yeah, I was gonna go with Stanwich. <laughs> Stanwich. Me and Guy Spaghetti hang out a lot. Hmm. Now I'm hungry. (laughs) 
We're gonna lose all the people watching because they're all gonna leave for food. The three of you did an amazing job coming up with names of everything. <laughs> <laughs> From short stack yeah. to Yagash spaghetti. <laughs> I also liked how underwhelming Gary was. <laughs> Rival <laughs> chef, Gary. Well, you know what? I'm just going to lean into the joke. Ash. Because <laughs> when you make a bit, you stick to it. We have commitment here on the RPG Academy. Because if it's not funny now, it will be funny later. <laughs> Ars Cuisine is a great name. Yeah, Ars Cuisine, the RPG of Colony, Arts, Warfare, and Sorcery. Uh, Ars Cuisine could be one of our names rather than say. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what? I I will just go Quazine. <laughs> Chef Quazine. <laughs> All right, and Caleb, did you have a name? Oh, yeah, Ash. Ash. Like I said, I'm just leaning into the joke <laughs> at this point. So each of you grab your dice. Uh, you need 2d10. That's all we'll need to play this game. We kick it off with what we call vision rolls. That sounds scary. <laughs> two ten-siders, huh? Yeah, two ten-siders. It's probably better to pick two different colors, but... So now would be a good time to let everyone know, as always, that you know our show is sponsored by Easy Roller Dice. So I will be using my Easy Roller Dice tonight. <laughs> I feel like that was my cue. So, Michael, where can I find Easy Roller Dice? <laughs> no, we don't have to go that far into it. But, uh, but, but they are awesome dice. I, I really do really do like them. That's EasyRollerDice.com. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so each of you, when you get your dice ready... Um, this roll is different than any other roll in the way that you're going to roll one die under your imagine and one die under your reason. So designate that before you roll, and then you're just going to tell me how many dice were successful, how many you rolled under. Doesn't matter which way, just right. It's just so basically it's zero, one, or two. Uh, for number of successes, you mean? Yeah. So yeah. It, does it matter if it's under reason or under imagining? No. no. Okay. Then I have one success. Okay. I also have one success. So what are what are ties? Uh, they're nothing. Okay, so I have one success. Okay, so we go clockwise. So, Michael, you get to be our guinea pig, right? I have two <laughs> questions for you. One question is, we have a story about making the perfect sandwich. The first step to making the perfect sandwich in our story is getting the magic back. So what is stopping us from getting the magic back? I'm asking you as a player. I'm going to say fear. I think that, uh, what was your name again? Just Quazine. Quazine. You can say <laughs> Chef Zine if you want. Yeah. Okay. I think Chef Zine has gotten, he's like against Rocky Three. He's gotten rich off of his skills, but he's no longer making food for the art of it. It's just commercialism. And he's comfortable and he doesn't want to, to try anything. He's already turned his wife into a frying pan. You know, things can go horribly <laughs> wrong. So I think he's afraid to try because of the fear of failure. Okay. And if that was the situation, how would your character go about resolving that? So looking at like what tags you have and what skills, like not perfectly, just roughly, like what would your character try to, how would your approach, you know? Well, I, I think, again, I'm, I'm a world-renowned food critic who's essentially on my deathbed. And I think I would reach out to this chef, Cuisine, and say, I've only got so many days left. I want the perfect sandwich. 
And I think you're the man for the job, but I need you to step up and kind of like push him out of his comfort zone. I'll, I'll guilt him into it. Nice. Nice. Okay. Now, Caleb, you just heard everything he said. Now, the idea here is that we would go from least amount of successes to most successes so that each person would, would be able to take and run with anything they just heard or go in their own direction. So first question for you is, what is stopping us from getting the magic back? I think that the fear of the magic has actually developed sentience. And there is a fear monster in this town that is feeding on the the fear of trying something new. Thus, people who always go to the same commercial repetitive chain restaurants that Chef Zine has brought in and profited from, they don't want to try anything new because they're afraid of trying things new, and that feeds this fear monster. That is really cool. Okay, and how would your character go about <laughs> dealing with that problem? Obviously, I have to find the fear monster and kill it. <laughs> okay, all right. And then, Kevin, you've heard what both of them said. You could go in a completely different direction or grab bits and pieces of what they said, or they're kind of in the same line, so you could just keep running with it. Yeah. So, obviously, I know that this fear monster's out there. My own fear has fed into it more than anything else. I have no idea what to do with it. I stress to people not to try anything new. Because people who try things new, they end up disappearing. However, I've heard of this upstart, this Ash guy, the Chef Ash, who is trying to blaze a new trail, almost as if he's trying to lure out this, this creature. And I would need to have a conversation with him, explain to him the dangers, and in the process, maybe learn that he's gifted as well. Okay. And that may lead towards bringing the magic back. It sounds like you kind of, you, you combined them, so I'm good with it. Okay, now you all got one success. So what happens here is we all, each of you get an extra tag to help you towards the milestone, kind of reflecting the vision we just had. But since you each had one success, the other players make one for you. So for Michael, Caleb and Kevin would come up with tag to help Michael with, in his case, he said... The fear. Michael, how did you put that, that you would stop the fear? Uh, I was going to guilt him into it, basically play on the fact that I'm dying and I yeah. want the perfect sandwich. So I'm so going to push him into it. he needs a tag that kind of reflects that he's going to try to be using guilt trips. Um, Caleb is going to go just, you know, fight off the fear monster. So he needs some tag that reflects, you know, fighting, attacking, pursuing the fear monster. And... Kevin, you actually were dealing – it sounded like you were kind of like, I don't want people to do anything except for maybe I would go to Ash. So you, I don't know if you were looking to actually kind of like subdue people. Well, I mean obviously – there's one option? Obviously, I'm catching a lot of guilt from an old, old friend of mine. Yeah, I'm not that old. St <laughs> well, Stan and I go way back. Um, obviously, he doesn't hold me in the same regard as he used to, but – we go back, and my approaching of Ash, I kind of there's a there's a trickle of hope there too. Like my initial approaching okay. of Ash is to tell him to be careful. Like you don't know what you're 
You don't know what you're stirring up. So. Okay. So Caleb and Kevin, give Michael a tag. I, I think he needs to be a master manipulator. Okay. Do you concur, Kevin? I do. Usually we have you guys write it a card and then hand it, but, you know, since we're all on video, it's easier for me to just... <laughs> all right, so, Michael, you have Master Manipulator. Now, this only lasts through this milestone unless our Twitter friends give it to you permanently. I'll be dead. <laughs> and for Caleb, <laughs> uh, Michael and Kevin, you need to give him a tag that reflects his hunt or attack or destruction of the Fear Monster. What? How will? What's a tag that will help him do that? Fearless Youth. See, I was thinking fearless, but that's not funny. <laughs> I was thinking more like he he can't see fear. So Ooh. like he literally can't see the monster when it's in front of him. <laughs> I don't know how you would say that. Fear blindness. Fear blind. <laughs> I'll accept it. Fear I don't goggles. Even care. Fear goggles. <laughs> you got your fear goggles on. Fear goggles. <laughs> All right, yep. you got fear goggles. Fear goggles. I like how they came up with a reason that actually hurts your chances. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Awesome. Yep. Makes it harder. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, guys. <laughs> Appreciate it. You see how this works? If you get two successes, you come up with your tag. If you get one, the players do it. And then if you get none, I give it to you. So oh, the idea God. Is, I'm probably going to give you something like, you know, cool. Like, uh, like the other day, somebody became a pyromaniac. It's, it's not like that's a good thing for their character to be, but if they want to be a pyromaniac, cool, it might help them. You know? <laughs> yeah. Um, and then lastly for Kevin. So he talked a little bit about hope. But he's also trying to reclaim his old skill. I keep thinking up with things that would make it harder. Oh, not you know easier. I love those, Michael. <laughs> kind of, you're full of hope. How can we use that against you? How can we use it against you? <laughs> uh, could, we, could we do something maybe blinded by hope even though we already used blind i'm just copying that over um he sees the best in people even when it doesn't exist you give me some sort of tag that makes me easier to be manipulated by you maybe detrimental optimism (laughs) (laughs) pessimistically optimistic infernal optimism (laughs) infernal optimism (laughs) Oh yeah, maybe maybe he uh, he has a, an infernal business partner. <laughs> That's where the fear monster came from. Um, I'm thinking of something to do with because he he has two inanimate objects that are sentient. <laughs> <laughs> so so maybe he 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 always thinks everything is sentient. He has to. Oh my god, it. I love it. <laughs> Uh, Gixer said it. You always agree with whatever the last thing you heard. <laughs> that could be funny. We should go. Yeah, we should. No, we should fight. Exactly. Let's fight. I believe everything's sentient. Everything's alive. <laughs> everything's alive until proven otherwise. That's not bad. We could just use that so we can move forward. Maybe he has, he has a lucky shirt. <laughs> as long as he's got his lucky shirt on, man. <laughs> <laughs> like I was like, now we're done with that other thing. How about a lucky shirt? <laughs> How about a lucky shirt? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Are are we happy with one of these? I'm happy with all of them. All right. Yeah. How about we we do infernal optimism, Kevin? Okay. Thanks for listening to the RPG Academy podcast, the flagship program of the RPG Academy Network. If you enjoy what we do here. 
then please check out therpgacademy.com and visit our site partners for additional entertainment and gaming advice. We do this out of love for the hobby and for you, our fans. The podcast and site content will always be free for you to enjoy and utilize. But we do have expenses related to the show. If you'd like to help out in any way, please visit patreon.com slash vrpgacademy and check out the rewards we are providing for your monthly pledges. We use all funds that come in to improve the show and give you better content and quality. And if you don't have the coin to spend, don't worry. You can still help us out in many ways. You can subscribe to our show on iTunes and or Stitcher Radio. You can leave us a five-star review. Also, if you clear your cookies and you visit Amazon or the DriveThruRPG site through our portal, we get a small percentage of what you pay, and it doesn't cost you anything extra. Just like any RPG, our site works best with open lines of communication. We love talking with our listeners about everything. Please contact us with any questions, concerns, and comments that you have. We also love to hear feedback and experiences from your own games. You can email us via podcast at therpgacademy.com and reach us on social media, such as Facebook and Google Plus at the RPG Academy. But Twitter is usually the fastest way to reach us. You can find my favorite co-host, the Caleb G, at the Caleb G. And you can find my favorite co-host, Michael, at the RPG Academy. Thanks for listening. And as always, if you're having fun, you're doing it right.